Hi guys, welcome back to It's Me Tinks live exclusively on SiriusXM Stars Channel 109. As always, it's our weekly time to talk to each other with a live Ask Me Anything. I want to answer all of your guys' questions, so please, please, please call me right now. Dial 888-94-STARS. That's 888-947-8277. Hello, guys. How are you? It's August. It's Leo season, and I have been acting out, okay? I have been acting out. I've been in my, uh, I've been just chaos addiction, okay? It's been chaotic over here. I'm going to tell you all about it on the pod on Friday because this hour is about, well, it's about you guys and, and what's going on in your lives, but um, I can confirm I've been acting out. I can confirm that, you know what? I'm breaking all my rules. I'm going to talk to you guys about it again. Listen. I met someone in New York, and I can't wait to tell you about it tomorrow. I'm throwing all the rules out the window. Um, also, God, I was in such a pickle yesterday because I asked uh, you guys on Instagram, like, where should I go for dinner? And I got all these recommendations, and I decided to try a new restaurant. And um, I never really try new restaurants. Honestly, I'm such a creature of habit. As you guys know, I get hyper fixated on meals, and I, I just eat the same thing over and over again. And I was so excited because it's in my neighborhood and guys it wasn't good and then everyone was like well how was it what you know how was that thing and and even worse the sweet 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 waitress was um a follower of mine and she was amazing like I was like well, I love you sit down and please chat with us because you're phenomenal the food was bad and so what do I do what do I do I'm not gonna put them on blast anyway it wasn't it wasn't my favorite dinner, but that's okay. Went to Olivetta for a few tequila carrot drinks after, and that solved everything. Um, but enough about me. Let's uh let's chat with one of you guys. I think we're gonna talk to Taylor first. Hi, Taylor. Hi. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm talking to you. What's up? How are you today this morning? Yeah, you're in San Francisco. Okay. So yeah. Morning. Yes. Yeah, morning. I'm in San Francisco. I know you've been here before, and I love it. And I also have a little cat that I'm obsessed with, so I understand your love for ceviche. What's your cat's name? (laughs) His name is Papito. Oh my god! Wait, I'm dying. That's so cute. Well, I'm I'm crazy cat mom. Restaurant and yeah, it's like the restaurant in Hayes in San Francisco, if you know it. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So f- both food related cat names. I love it. I love it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so I am I just turned 30. And um, I have been dating a guy for about two years now. Okay. And he is incredibly sweet. He's so sweet. Um and basically, he kind of wants everything. He wants me to move in. Um, he wants, you'd be really happy marrying me. Um, and I am feeling indecisive. And I hate it because I just want this to be it so bad. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know. Like, he, he is such a good guy. I love his family so much. I, like, I just. But there's like a couple little things that are off for me, and I just don't know if I should be grateful for what I have or if I should just go into the. I don't know. I do you love him? Like, I'm just afraid of starting over. Do you? You don't. Are you, you're not in love with him? I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that. Like it's not in your voice. Like, I mean, tell me I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But like, I I mean, 
You've listed off, you, you, you were describing like an apartment to me. You were like, there's great lighting. Um, it's very spacious, like love his family. Like it's, it's beautiful. It's in a good neighborhood, but you're, you weren't like, I love this man. Like I, he makes me feel funny and pretty and hot. And I literally want to rip his clothes off at all times. And I can see him being the father of my children like that. It, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Do you feel massively in love with him right now? I I can't so he makes me feel like all like he makes me feel beautiful and I'm mm-hmm. so comfortable with him and I can I can truly be myself with him at any moment but yeah I don't and I'm I I it's not that I don't think I love him like I feel like a warmth of like yeah happiness and comfort when I'm with him but I just like ugh, I can't say I don't know yeah I can't say everything else mm-hmm. I think you love him you're not in love with him and I think yeah. you're, and I think you're suffering from a little sunk cost syndrome, which is fine, but let's label it because, it, you know, first of all, thirty is not old. Second of all, this is your life you're talking about. This is a potential life partner. Um, and thirdly, just because you spent two great years with him, if you don't feel that that feeling, then I think you kind of have to, you have to think about cutting him loose, because if you have right. this, if you have this, like. Not that it's a pit in your stomach, but just kind of an inkling. I, I don't know. It kind of sounds like you subconsciously have already know that you might need to break up with him and you're just kind of wanting uh, some validation, which I'm giving you because I just don't think that for, you know, your life partner, you should you should be like, well, I'm grateful for what I have. Like, I just like don't love that sentence. Like, y- you yeah. should be grateful, yeah. but it's not like. I don't know. Grateful for what you have. It's like everybody deserves to feel massively in love with who they're going to marry. Everybody deserves to feel like this is it. And I do believe that every person is capable of having that feeling. So I just I I don't know. To me, it doesn't sound like you're th- you're wow. there with him. And and you would have because like two years like you would have gotten there. And it's great. And I, I you know. One thing we don't talk about enough is like just because a relationship doesn't end in marriage or whatever, it doesn't mean that it was a failure and it doesn't mean that it was bad. It means you're getting closer and closer to finding your person. And it sounds like you spent a really beautiful two years with this guy. And also you are grateful for him. Like you, you think you think he's great, but it that doesn't mean that he's your guy, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like a hard pill to swallow because it's going to, you know, it would break his heart yeah. and I'm just like, Oh my God. I, know. I, I don't know. It's, it's very hard, but thank you. I'm I yeah. Don't be afraid of like starting over like that. Just, you don't even need to put that verbiage in your head. It's just, it's just about like, is this person my person? And I think the answer is no. And then it's like, okay, well then you have to advocate for your future happiness because let me tell you one thing and I'll leave you with this. In five years, when you are happily married and you're with the love of your life, you're going to look back and you are going to feel a massive amount of gratitude and warmth towards this dude. But you're going to be so fucking happy that you advocated for your future self because something bigger and better is coming. And it's scary. I get it. It's really scary uh, to think about going back to dating. It's scary to let something good go. But just because you have something good, it doesn't mean that there isn't something great out there for you. Right. Yeah, that's exactly it. I'm like, the apps are horrible. <laughs> They're horrible, but like, but, you, but you're, he's out there. Like, it's it it, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't mean you should settle. Totally. Yes. 
Okay. Thank you so much. Of course. You're going to be fine. Seriously, I promise. Lots of love. Thank you, Kate. Love you. Bye. Oh, man. That's tough. Sunk cost syndrome affects another one of our community. It is rampant. It is rampant in the community. But just because you've put in some good years with someone, it doesn't mean that you should just carry on. Okay, let's chat with Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good to so good to fun. talk to you. <laughs> you too. Okay, so uh, I have been single for quite a while now. Okay. And I guess it's just because I don't connect with anyone just super easy. Okay. Uh, How old are you? I'm trying to find my... I'm 32. Okay. Okay. So ha- happily single, but like really not wanting to settle by any means. And, um, you know, COVID made it hard to date too also yeah. but anyways i met a guy at this festival a couple of weeks ago and we had so much fun like connected with them dancing like he's charismatic he was so nice to my friends like it was just like fully connected very excited about him yeah and then in the in the next couple of days after like it was a couple of texts here and there and definitely checking in wanting to get together um he invited me to a barbecue with his friends but i couldn't go because of uh, bachelorette I was going to okay. and then we were mildly flirting the next day uh, just texting and I can't say mildly enough okay <laughs> um, and then he just shoots over a dick pic <laughs> oh my and, god right and so I guess it's just like I got my hopes up I'm like yeah I'm so excited about this guy and don't get me wrong I'm all for that if I've like seen it before or if wait, we've gone on a date wait so you were right? literally just mildly um you were just literally just chatting like a mild flirt and then he just dick pics you yeah it was like what did was, you like, respond <laughs> it was a saturday morning and he was like are you still in bed and i said yeah and he's like do you sleep naked and i said i'll let your mind wander <laughs> whatever you know just like, keeping yeah. it mild and then he goes i sleep naked send me dick pic <laughs> And then oh, wow. I just said, I just said, I see that <laughs> and left it at that. And of course I haven't been texting him much since. And now he's like, like all up in there. Yeah. Like, Wait. So did you guys, <laughs> have you guys hung out since the festival in person? No, I don't like it then. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Call okay. me a prude. But- I don't care. I just, something about that is off to me. Like, I just don't like that. I just think that you need to be dating someone before. I First of all, you should always ask before you send a big old dick pic. I hope it was big at least. Right. Um, but <laughs> but like I, I don't I don't like that at all because it's like setting the tone and it's like, OK, great. He invited you to the barbecue. Like, no, he needs to take you to dinner before he's sending you his cock. Also, not to make it about me, but I have to tell you guys this story right now. One time in COVID, I was on a FaceTime date with a guy I met on Raya, and he's verified. Okay, I won't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put him on blast. He is verified. <laughs> we were talking for an hour, and he goes, "Hey, want to see something?" And I said, "Sure," like thinking it was gonna be his dog or something. <laughs> he flips the camera and he's stroking his dick. I I was like, are you joking me? Like, I know everyone's down bad in COVID, but like, you cannot do that. Like, you have to ask like before. I'm just like, these guys, like they really think their dicks are that amazing. I'm like, I, it's just, they're not the most photogenic appendage by a long shot. So please ask us before you show us. Okay. No, I think that's great. I, that's exactly why I wanted to ask you because I know you're down for like, 
some sexy texting and I was like, I need a girl that's literally my married friend. No, you know me. I I love to sex. I love to send nudes. Like I'm all about that. But just something about the fact that you didn't see him in person before and you like you're not dating like rubs me the wrong way. So I think just like I think yeah. honestly, just be like, hey, like I think it's fine to tell a white line in the sense to be like, I met someone, like it was really fun hanging with you, like see so you never buy dick pic, man. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Adore you. It so Adore much. you. Thanks yeah. for calling in. <laughs> Bye. Thanks so much, babe. Bye. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Wow. That was. Uh. Yeah. Well, dick pics. Uh. Dick pics for all. Um. I just think you guys know me. I'm all about. I'm all about a nude. I'm all about a dick pic. And I'm not dick shaming anybody. Okay. I want to be very clear about that. Like all dicks can be beautiful in some lighting. But you just. You really got to know. You got to know. It's about timing. Um. Okay. Let us chat with Noel. Good morning, Noel. How are you? Hi, Tinks. Yes. Hi. Hi, I am so happy to talk to you. I know everyone does like a little intro before they tell you their question. Um, I seriously, I've been wanting to get on for so long. So thank you for taking me. Um, My my therapist actually recommended me to you. And it's just been such an incredible thing. You're such an amazing influencer. You're so transparent. And I love that about you. So thank you. Oh my gosh, Noelle, you're gassing me up this morning. That's so kind. I'm (laughs) I'm so happy you called in. What's going on? Okay, so I have a family friend. So he's actually... Um, a family friend through my partner's family, and I've known him for years. Um, he's 24, and he's really cool. So we, be, we started getting really close um, probably about six months ago. We, I would say, came close to being even, like, best friends maybe. Like, that's how much we were talking. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, he started dating this new girl probably about a month ago-ish. Okay. And as soon as he started dating her... He told me she was, like, super jealous and wouldn't let him have any girlfriends. And out of nowhere, on Saturday, I, like, looked – I was looking through my social media. I was blocked. Instagram, Snapchat blocked me through text. He did? He did? Your friend? Word. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, Wait, and sorry, can I, just, can I just clarify something? You said you knew this family friend through your partner's family? Yes, exactly. So, Oh, my um, God. So close with his, yeah. So like his family will go to like family functions that only family attend. That's how close they are. And so he and I started growing really close. And then as soon as the girlfriend came around, I kind of felt like maybe, you know, I was not like at risk of losing him, but I mean, kind of. And then of course now, like not even a courtesy text being like, hey, this is what's going on. She doesn't like it. She's uncomfortable. Like, I'm going to have to take you off. Just completely ghosted me. Wow. That's so, that's, that hurts. Let me just first of all say, I'm sorry because that really fucking stings and it feels so personal and it feels like an attack on you. But I need you to know this is nothing that you did. This is obviously this girl is like a little bit unhinged. You, you know, you have no, she has no reason to how how much did you hang out with him and the girlfriend? Like, did you did you guys hang in and all together or, you know, did you grow to know her at all? Or was she just like right off the bat, like being judgy to you? Yeah. So the girlfriend is like brand new. Like I've known him for probably three years and she's been dating him for probably a month. So he's actually, or she is actually his tattoo artist, which is how they started talking. Mm. But before he was telling me, he took her on a date and he said it went super well. And then randomly she asked him, Hey, do you have any girlfriends? And he said he has a couple. 
one of them being me. And then he said the vibe just completely changed. Like she started giving him like one word answers and said she was no longer interested in talking, but then continued like messaging him. And then he went out for drinks with one of his cousins and she was like calling him a liar and getting like so angry about it. When they started dating, I was completely like taken taken back because I was like wait what you were just telling me all of this about this girl and now you guys are dating well so she sounds like a really big manipulator that that kind of behavior like switching up hot and cold is so manipulative and for a certain type of person like that can actually draw them in more like the hot and cold of her being like I'm not going to talk to you anymore that's first of all that's fucking ridiculous to say if you have any girlfriends I'm not going to uh I'm not going to talk to you anymore like what he's not allowed to have friends that's so whack and that's so nasty and yeah I I mean gosh I I guess if I were in your position I would maybe I think for me I would probably have to say my piece and I would maybe send him an email or like get a message to him somehow and just be like hey I have been friends with you for three years and I would consider you one of my best friends and um you blocking me out of nowhere I would say something like, I can guess, uh, I can venture a guess as to why you've blocked me, but I just hope you keep your wits about you because this is behavior super erratic. Um, Your girlfriend has absolutely nothing to worry about, as you well know. And to just block me out of the blue when we've been close friends for this many years for someone that you just met is concerning. I'm like concerned for him. Like she sounds like a, like kind of a psycho, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, to add kind of like a layer to it, this is actually kind of more directly what I want advice on. So, like I said, his family is so close that there's a function like this this um, weekend. It's a little girl's birthday party that we're all going to, and this guy's parents are going to be there. He's not going to be there, but his parents are. And so I was like dabbling with like, should I say something to his mom? Not Not to be petty, but because I'm genuinely like, confused and like one not like closure I know you always talk about like you know we don't we don't necessarily need closure but I don't know like I just don't know what to do I I actually think honestly in this case yeah you should say something I'm sorry it's just that, oh, really okay yeah. honestly I do I mean if you're if you're close with his family and you feel you don't need to go into it massively but I mean it's it's erratic behavior that's really weird I, I mean I think it's fine to say something like hey good to see you and then they're gonna be like yeah what's up with going with you and you can be like yeah you know it's it's really weird um you're you know so and so uh I guess he has a new girlfriend and I all of a sudden was blocked and I just hope that uh he's okay you know you can say it like that you can just be like I, I hope he's okay because you know nothing came nothing has ever come between us and I just want the best for him and um this new person in his life feels a little erratic okay well, thank you so much. Thanks. That's yeah. such good advice. I'm definitely going to. I was not sure whether or not I would be like starting drama or like if that was something that I should do. But just you confirming that that maybe is a good idea. Yeah. Just not getting into it too much. Just but kind yeah. of letting her know. Like, hey, just letting her know. On. Yeah. Don't go into it too much. But and usually I'm against that. Usually I'm kind of like let people, you know, you can't like intervene and stuff. But I just think in this case, it's like his parents should be aware because like whenever someone is like swept up in something like that super fast it's like I don't know it's lots of red flags so say your piece and just let them know and and see how it goes I'm really sorry you're going through this thank you so much you just made me feel a million times better and thank you for taking my call I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day good luck on Saturday love you tons bye love you bye
Hi, Kelsey. Good morning. How are you? Doing good. How are you? Hi. Hi. I'm well. What's going on? How's your morning? How's your day? So good. And I'm just so excited to be talking to you. Thank you for my call. Yay. I'm glad you called. What's going on? Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about friendships, which mm. you've like already given me so many good like nuggets of information and help. But um, I'm, you know, in the late 20s right yeah. now and I live in D.C., okay. which is a super, super transient city. Yes. Um, and I've been super lucky over the last like two years, three years, really. And all through COVID, I've gotten like the best group of friends. I literally call them my magical, beautiful friends. Oh, like, I love just, that. You know, yeah. like every, they mean everything to me. But in one single month, one single month, our group is going from seven people to two people. Oh. Five of them are leaving for the next exciting, amazing thing. And I'm so happy for them. But I'm like crushed. I yeah. just like, yeah. It's it's so hard to, it's to just so like, hard. You know, lose your entire group. No, it's yeah. so hard. So Ugh. yeah, my and I know that you moved a lot and like you you lived in also transient cities. So I'd love to know like one, what are some good coping me- mechanisms yeah. while I'm like in mourning? Yeah. But then like when I'm ready, how do I how do I find that again? Yeah. Oh, God, my heart goes out to you because I can just tell from the way that you described your friends and your voice and your energy, you are, you're like me, you're someone who takes your friendships so seriously and you feel them in your bones and like you feel the joy for them and you just love them so much. And I, oh my God, I'm going to cry again. What, what is with me and crying on the show? I need to stop. Anyway, um, I get it. I totally understand when I left San Francisco, I literally felt like not to gas up my group of friends, but like, I felt like the cast of friends was splitting up. I was like, we are the only friend group in the world. And, and like, we're splitting up. And like, I was, I was, like you said, I was in mourning, but, and, so, and I think it's okay. It's okay to have a minute where you're just like, this fucking blows. Like, of course you're happy for your friends, but your group is splitting up. And I think it's okay to take a couple weeks and just be like, ugh, like this is annoying. Um, some coping mechanisms. I mean, I think one, um, like one thing that always helps me is that every time I've been sad about something ending, like something good and different has come into my life. And so if you look back on all the years of your life, like it's continued to get better, right? Like on the whole, it's an upward trajectory. You've gained more friends, you've gained more happy experiences. So I just always think like, it's always, it's always, you know, there's some dips, but like life keeps keeps growing it keeps growing and your your French like if you think about yourself as a tree and like you have all these different friend branches like your tree keeps growing and you know this branch is you know splitting up for now but it's not going anywhere you're still going to be close with these people um and and keeping in touch with them can be its own fun thing that's another thing too is like not to say that you won't make new friends because I know you will but some of my friendships have gotten stronger when I've moved away from them because it it kind of made me realize just how close I was with those people and I put in more effort and like keeping in touch with them is honestly feels like I'm I'm watching a tv show or something because I'm I'm just so obsessed with their lives and even though we live on different continents it's just it's really fulfilling um and then in terms of how will you find this again I think you 
honestly sound like the most lovely person. I know this sounds wishy-washy, but I would just like keep an open heart and just keep all those things that I said in mind because there will be new people. And I don't even think you sound like a comparative person, but like don't compare it to because, you know, you're going to meet new new friends and, and be like, oh, they're not my old friends. Like they don't fit in with the group. And that's OK, because you know what? In two years, you're going to look up and you're going to have a new group and it's going to be beautiful and different. And you're going to be like, now these people I'm obsessed with and then they're going to move away and then it's going to all happen again. And that's like, you know, and that's, and that's kind of life. And, and it's definitely difficult. A one, it's not a mantra, but it's like a saying that I actually really like when I think about this stuff, because if you follow me, you know how like nostalgic and sad that I get about like things ending, you know, like I always love the phrase like, oh my God, the good old days. And I talk about the good old days in San Francisco. I talk about the good old days in New York. And then I love that the reframe of like, but what if you're in the good old days? And I really like that really helps me realize that I will look back on this period of my life and also be nostalgic for it. And that's what will happen with you, like with the with the new friends, like you're just there's there's new friends coming and it's these ones aren't leaving you. Thanks. You're making me cry now. Yeah. God, I really love what you said about like how just staying in touch and kind of the art of like grasping onto that really makes you value the friendship in a different way. It really I does. Didn't think about it that way. And that really, really helps. But you're, you're right. I mean, this, like the past two years definitely were the good old days, but I mean, there's yeah, new good old days. Yeah, yeah. There's new good old days coming and, and get like so fun with keeping in touch, like literally voice notes, sending fun pictures, like planning trips, like trips become such a vehicle for joy and fun because you're all meeting up in a, in a new place. And like, for example, I'm going, I'm going next week with my girlfriends from London, two of my best girlfriends who I actually got closer with as we moved farther away. We're all going on a little trip together mm-hmm. and I'm so excited and like planning the trip has been so fun with them and just get excited about that. And it's difficult to not be with them, but it's also so interesting because like they're going to be calling you like on their way to work from their new city and being like, oh, my God, like the coffee here is so weird or like, oh, my God, I met a new guy. Like, let me tell you about him. And it just becomes it. Keeping in touch can be a really, really beautiful thing. I know some people find it to be a struggle, but I personally think that it's a lost art and I'm absolutely obsessed with it. So I I don't know. We sound kind of similar with how we are with our friends. So I would bet you're going to you're going to fall right into that, too. Uh, yes. Thanks. I love that. Truly. You, you just gave me like a mindset shift right here, right now. So I appreciate that. And, um, yeah. And also I think is the trip you're talking about Greece because I have like the most amazing time. It's my favorite place ever. I'm so excited to be with my (laughs) London girlies. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be really fun. I'm going to be eating a lot of feta cheese next week and I'm very excited about (laughs) it. As you should. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you for helping me through this. Thank you oh, for it's calling. A, it's so great to talk to you. <laughs> Adore you. Adore you beyond. Lots of love. Bye, babe. Bye. Oh God. She's she's a she she is me. I am her. I am too invested in my friendships. I I mean not too invested. I am I love them so deeply. I could cry thinking about them. I have a crying problem. I cried three times on the show last week. I'm at like one and a half now. So mm, how many more times will I will I cry before the end of the hour? Let's see. Uh, let's chat with Andy. Hi, Andy. How are you going? Hey, Tanks. How are you doing? I'm good. It's good to speak to you. It's fantastic to hear your voice. I've been following you since like the start of the pandemic now. 
And my friends, like, I'm notorious for, like, kind of being, like, a hater on influencers. Like, no offense. I apologize. No, fair enough. The influencer culture. But I adore you and adore your content. So I just want to start off by saying thank you. Thank you. That's so nice. I I honestly don't really relate to most influencers either. So we have that in common. I'm glad that you said relate. Exactly. Because you, like, that's the problem with influencer culture is, like, that it's not relatable. It feels inauthentic and you're one of the first ones that felt authentic to me so so just wanted to say thank you thank you that's really (laughs) sweet what's going on what's what's happening so my question for you is i somebody talked about it earlier um about like they mentioned like the dating app fatigue i think it was the girl talking about um how she loved her partner but wasn't in love with him yeah um and mine's more so like just dating fatigue in general um I've been single, I'm 27, and I've been single for four years now, um, pretty steadily single, like just minor, maybe months, two months long situationships here and there. And it just is, it feels like a chore and I'm trying yeah. to figure out how to enjoy dating again. Yeah, I think, um, I think you should take a pointed break. I think you should take a deliberate break from dating. And I mean, really, really take a break. I'd suggest three weeks. You can do longer. You can do shorter. Um, I mean, like, delete the apps. Don't go on a date. Don't even think about a guy. um, And just truly pretend like the concept of dating doesn't exist. Because you need a break. Because you know what it is? It can be exhausting. It can be really Mm -hmm. tiring if you're putting yourself out there. You know, nothing is checking. And I think sometimes when that happens, you just have to kind of like rewire your system. Like how it's like you imagine you're an iPhone. You're just going to like turn it off, turn it back on again, plug it into the wall. Like you just need a little bit of a reset and give yourself that space and grace to do it. Um, And in those three weeks or however long you decide to take off from it, uh, just do me a favor and try to do things for yourself. Really fun things. Plan fun nights out with your friends. Uh, order your favorite takeaway and watch your favorite movies. Um, really like dig into those joyful triggers for yourself because you just need to like boost your mood a little bit. It's like it's exhausting. Like I totally understand. And I think sometimes I think you're going to be surprised at how refreshed you feel after just a three week break. But be strict with yourself. Like really, really be strict with yourself. And sometimes there's like a little loophole where if you actually stop thinking about it, then, you know, that's the annoying thing of like someone drops in. But really, really take a break. And the other thing is, which is like, Maybe maybe you do have a trip plan. Maybe you don't. But if you have any trips coming up, date in another city. I don't know if you've heard me talk about this before, but I find that dating in another city like completely rewires me. And I'll tell you why. A couple of reasons. First of all, you're not really taking it seriously because you think that you're you know you don't you don't live there, so you're just like more fun version of yourself. Um, secondly, so you just feel like more fun. And it kind of just reminds you, it gets you back in the, in the zone. Okay. So I would say take a break. And then if you have any trips in the upcoming months, set your hinge to whatever city you're going to go on a date. It will invigorate you again, because I think it's sometimes you can look at your city also and be like, I physically cannot go to the same bar and have like a shitty vodka soda with like Chad from hinge for the 9,000th time. So you need a break. It's also summer. Like, Go have fun. Summer of getting outside. Okay, follow-up question, because I am going to L.A., and I know that you live in L.A. Um, Hell yeah. I'm going to L.A. in three weeks, which is actually kind of <gasps> uh, perfect timing. Um, so. Okay, this is perfect. 
Oh my God. Wait, this is perfect. Three weeks. I'll take off until I go to LA and then I'll, re- I'll re-download the app. What advice do you have for me dating in LA compared? So I'm from Chicago. So pretty oh. different dynamic. That's crazy because I would love to meet a Chicago man. Like my whole life I've been waiting to move to Chicago because the guys seem so nice there. Like non-douchey New York guys. But anyway, we always want what we can't have. Like we always think the grass is greener. So wait, first of all, this timing is like actually crazy perfect. So I'm I'm giving you my prescription for you is two weeks off when you're a week out from your trip to L.A. Download Hinge, set your profile to mm, I'm going to say like Santa Monica. And then line up a date when you're here. It will be really fun. And like go out like when you're here, are you coming for a, a holiday or for work? Um, so for uh, friends, visiting friends. Oh, my God. This is perfect. And then I want you to go out <laughs> on the west side. Be like, guys, take me out on the west side. Take me to Elefante. Take me to the waterfront. I want to be around those type of guys and just have them do it and set up a date. This is perfect. I'm so excited perfect. for you. Like literally I'm when so I was. excited to this. No, when I was living in New York, like I had such dating fatigue. I didn't date anyone for two for literally two years. And then I started going to L.A. and like visiting my friend. Literally the first night I I met a guy and then I dated him like long distance for a while. So literally, this is so exciting for you. Please follow up with me. And and I really want to know if you go on a date and if it's fun. Absolutely. I will. Thank you so much, Tings. I feel so much better after talking with you. I'm so glad. I'm so excited for you. Hang in there. Love you. Thanks, girl. Love you. Have a good one. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. It's the Virgo in me, but that timing, it's giving everything. I'm so excited for her. You just need to get out. I mean, that's what I did. Again, more on that on Friday. But anyway, uh, let's chat with Robin. Hi, Robin. Hi, Tinks. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Hi. How are you? I am so good. It's such a pleasure to talk with you. It feels honestly quite surreal. I feel like we've had some, like, parallel paths. Like, Air One is literally my church. Oh, the best. <laughs> it's literally the best. Even. I know, I know. And my mom and I, it's, like, such a sweet bonding listening to you together, especially Aww. your dating advice. Oh, that's so, so nice. So she's going to be, like, so tickled that I get to talk to you. Um, okay, so I am actually calling you from your maybe not-so-favorite place in the Hamptons. Mm, mm. <laughs> that I just missed you here. Um, and I'm at this point in my life, I'm 29 and I just feel like I need to hear like the sister body from you. Cause from what I've heard of you moving to LA, I'm like your 29th birthday. I am coming off of, cause I've been here for the summer yeah. and I feel like I am entering into this new phase and chapter and time and like kind of revisiting that as lost as ever feeling, which yeah. unfortunately like creeps in. And um, my background really sets me up for this feeling because it's in the arts. So, okay. you know, one has to like have that strength of like a freelance artistic life. And especially now, I feel like more than ever, I've been so blessed to have these like really fun experiences and friends all over the world and spending months wherever. But it's like coming off and I'm like, not even sort of like recognizing who this person is. And it's like, I'm not trying to have like a fun online persona, but I'm just like, at the end of the day, like who is this person I'm becoming? And where was like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like our life is always speaking to us and I'm just like, what the F am I doing? And where, where is next? And what's like the juice of my, of my life. And I just, I don't know. I'm like, listen to you and Oprah podcast. But all of, I just, I don't know, I'm maybe asking this 
where you were at at this time and like the courage that you just like ripped the bandaid, made the next right move. Yeah. And knew what to do. I think it's, I think you've got to take a deep breath. I think it definitely happens. Like truly our lives have that, that parallel. And I mean, I've told this story a, a bunch of times, but I mean, I moved to LA really with no job and with no, like I didn't even know anything. And I was so like lost and I did have that moment and you can allow okay so first of all for anyone who doesn't know I moved to LA on my 29th birthday I the only job I had lined up was a consulting for a weed company and if you know me I don't really know anything about weed and they were like okay well indica or sativa and I was like huh what and then so that was like where I was at I was truly so lost I was sobbing on my birthday I was like what the fuck have I done now like all my friends are getting married. Like all my friends have these amazing jobs. Like I'm just lost. Um, so it's okay to have that moment, but like, it's a moment. It's not like a vibe for your fall. It's just, and I, and it's actually really natural that it's happening kind of towards the end of the summer. Right. Because like you've been having fun, you're in the Hamptons, you're, you know, whatever, like life is good. And then when fall starts to roll around, everything's kind of like back to the grindstone, you know? So I think it's fine, but again, it's a moment. It's not like, it's just don't let it be bigger than that. And it, I don't think that there's anything wrong with just acknowledging that you're at a pivot and you don't really know what's next, but that's okay. Have a day. And then after that, you just have to put one foot in front of the other. You just have to keep pulling the thread. It sounds like you have a beautiful life and lots of friends and experiences. And I get that, that sometimes all of that amazingness can make you feel like fleeting and lost and like you're not tied to anything, but, but that you are the sum of all those experiences like you are the sum of all of your friends and jobs and your art that you work on and it's okay I'm here to tell you it's okay oh my gosh I can't tell you how much this means to me and can I just ask you the fast little question yes on this topic because I feel like I've heard this in different ways that like sometimes if there's like anxiety or resistance to something like I'm distinguishing the anxiety that I'm having if it's like day away like everything that I was pursuing it gives me such like sometimes in the back in the day it was like paralyzed with fear but then when I would like overcome it it was like oh my god like that's what I meant to be doing yeah but now it's like is it just because I've taken a long break or is it like you can move on you can have you know veer to your other dreams or is this like resistant like I can't even like move into it again Is that like once you overcome that, like now you're talking, like you're getting back into who you're, you know, practicing to be. So it's just hard to be like, is this like good fear? Like move to it or like, girl, it's okay. Right. You're talking about the thing. Yeah. My therapist talks about that a lot. Like whatever you're afraid of. Well, actually in that book that I just read, The Obstacle is the Way, it's like whatever you're afraid of, you should like rush into. Um, And so I kind of try to live my life by that. Like if I'm, if I'm like, Ooh, I'm scared. Like that seems hard. I'm like, I'm going to go do it. So I think it's like, it's definitely a good North star to do that. Also, I highly recommend that book. I think it's by Adam Grant, The Obstacle school is the way um but like yeah do a little do a little reflecting journal it out enjoy the rest of your summer and then you 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 have gotten yourself to where you are today every choice in your life has led you to where you are today and it sounds like it's a great place it sounds like you're just pivoting a little and that's okay so you have to trust yourself now it's about moving into faith and that's one of the good things about getting a little bit older moving to those older 20s and thinking like i i've got this like i have my own back the universe has my back and all I have to do is stay in faith and keep pulling the thread. 
That is so amazing. I can't even tell you. And as I'm walking to like a construction site, I don't even know where I am. Um, thank you so much. Of course. Of course. You're going to be great. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Stay in faith. Thanks. All right. Lots uh, of love. Lots of love. Bye. <laughs> Bye. That was a good uh, manifesting moment. And I'm going to soon do an episode about manifesting because that was, that was, I think maybe the one, one of the most woo woo questions we've ever gotten on that show. And I love that. I love me a little bit of woo woo. Let us chat with Kate. Hi, Kate. How are you? Hi, thanks. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, what's going on? I'm so excited to talk to you. Thank you so much for taking my call. Oh my God. Of course. I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, I just want to thank you for all of your genuine uh, advice and authenticity that you bring to all of us followers. I know that for me, it's been a crazy summer, and I truly find peace um, when I listen to you. That makes <laughs> so me so happy. You. I'm so glad. Thank you for letting me in your life in that way. That's that's really kind. Um, well, I just have a quick question. I kind of have a big summer Um I'm moving to a new city. I'm getting married. We just bought a house. Um, I just got a new job. There's a lot happening. Um, and it's a little overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. Um, but all very exciting, too. Um, and I'm moving to a new city, which isn't something that's, like, new for me. I've definitely moved around a fair bit. But I think what's different about this move is that we're moving for my fiance's job and yeah. um, like we literally don't know anyone um, to w the city that we're moving, Yeah, which I think previous moves I've had at least like maybe one person, you right. know, and then like from there you can kind of connect and meet people, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then my fiance's job is definitely time demanding. So it's going to be a transition with us kind of easing in. So I guess my question is, like, how do we build community in a city where we don't know anyone and have no previous connection? Um, and, like, what are ways that, I, like, I could put myself out there, I guess, to, to kind of build, build that community, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, so. okay, first of all, congratulations on getting married and new job, all this great stuff. So you, so uh, you're also going to start a new job when you get there? Yeah, we're going to get back from our honeymoon and then like two days later, his first day of work, my first day of work. And oh, wow. That, yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's, it's exciting. Honestly, it's exciting. I get it. It's a lot to handle. There's a lot of change. It's a lot, a lot of change. That's that's huge. Um, you know, you're going to have to do this one brick by brick. There is no magic pill. There's no um, like secret sauce necessarily. I think it's just thinking about it and approaching it with like an open heart and kind of like, a, okay, we're starting from zero. And that can be scary. But the other side of scary is exciting. And so I want you to really view it as like, this is an exciting new chapter in our lives, like the first one that we're embarking on together as a married couple. And even though you're starting from zero, like know that you'll get there you will get there. So, okay, how do we do that? Listen, you just have to put yourself out there one step at a time. What does that mean practically? The first normal person that you meet at work, okay, they're your friend. The first person that you you would be like, yeah, I would get a drink with you after work. Just be open with them and be like, look, I'm brand new. I'm going to be honest with you. Can you show me around? Like, do you know what the best Pilates studio is? Or like, what do you want to get a drink after work? Like, I'm just, and I think vulnerability is your, is your going to be your superpower here. 
be super vulnerable. Be like, I, I literally, I don't know a damn soul apart from my husband and he's busy all the time too. So I, I need some help here. People want to help. People really like they want to, they want to help be a helping neighbor or a helping hand. So I think that you just gotta, you've just gotta do it brick by brick. And, and when you do go to those workout classes, you know, keeping your eyes peeled for people that you want to hang with, or, you know, I don't know if you have any, I don't know, I was going to say hobbies, but like, I don't know what hobby would have a, a club. I don't know, running club. You've just got to try stuff and it's going to be a lot of trial and error and there's going to be a lot of dead ends and you're going to meet people and think that they're cool and then they're not going to be cool. But you just, you just have to go brick by brick. And I truly think, like I've always said this, all you need to make friends is another friend. Like you just need one friend. So if you can make one, then you can branch off and and make more. And also tell your husband, be like, hey, by the way, we're moving for you. So you better keep your eyes peeled for good friends for us because we're we're going in (laughs) blind here. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And like, you know, keep your ears, ears peeled eyes peeled ears open if you if you have any existing friends who might know people in the new town you've got to kind of get crafty with it but don't panic right when you get there like it's not yeah. gonna happen overnight just you got to give yourself time and I don't know if you've heard me say yeah. this but like every time you move to a new city you have to give it a year like that is my rule right. that's right. actual facts and science like it takes a full year to get adjusted which Personally, when I tell people that, I hope it's stress relieving because it's like I think people move to a new new city in three weeks and they're like, I hate it. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't have any friends. Like, I don't know where to go. But it's like, think about it. You have a year. A year is so long. Just take it easy. Take it easy. Step by step. Yeah. No, even hearing you say brick by brick just like takes relief off of your shoulders. I think there's that external pressure to feel like you need to settle in all at once. Yeah. So. And like you have a lot going on. It's a new house. It's a new job. It's a new city. It's you just got married. You're going on your honeymoon. Like truly just brick by brick, day by day. Anytime I get overwhelmed, I'm like, all right, what am I going to do today? What do I have to do in the next hour? And just stop thinking about the big picture because we fuck ourselves up future tripping. We fuck ourselves up for no reason. Yeah. No, you're so right, Tinks. I really appreciate it. I mean, yeah, and I'll I'll just keep listening to you, and that will help as well. So, I hope, I um, hope. Oh, and listen, thank you so much. Congratulations on getting married and all this good change. It's gonna be, it's gonna be. You're gonna look back and think this is this was the start of a really cool chapter in my life. Thank you. We're we're doing a uh, rich mom beach walk the morning of my wedding with all my girls. Oh and it, my like, god, yeah. I love that. So, super excited to do that. Um, yeah, so that's that's just something to look forward to all the things that are coming and I got to just take it. You're right. Step by step, brick by brick. Step so, by step. Thank you so much. Yep. I love you so much. Lots you're of amazing. love. Lots of love. Bye. Oh, a lot of change. A lot of change. Change is hard. All right, guys, that's the show. I will be back Friday. Uh, don't forget to share the podcast with a friend if you love it. Uh, and if you're listening to this as a podcast, don't forget you can sign up for a free three-month trial of SiriusXM. Sign up at SiriusXM.com slash offer, And then you can listen to this show live with us every week. All right, guys, I love you so much. I'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye.